we believe life is precious. This is it. We've got one shot at this. It's on us to live life to the fullest, to maximize what we've been given and play the game of life at our full potential. Are you living up to your potential? Are you frustrated that despite your best intentions, you just can't seem to make the changes needed to take things to the next level so you can impact your career, relationships, and health? If this is hitting home, you're in the right place. Our mission is to open the door to the exceptional life by showing you how to play the game of life at a higher level. So you're playing at your full potential rather than at a fraction as most people do. We'll share the one thing that once we learned it, our lives were transformed. And once you learn it, watch what happens. Welcome to Think It Be It, the podcast. I'm Kelly Hatfield. And I'm John Mitchell. So today our episode is going to be about how the human mind works. And Kelly, you know, this is interesting. So I'm listening to uh, Tom Bilyeu of Impact Theory. I know you're a fan of his, right? Yep, love him. So he says something that basically blew me away and and so resonated with me. And I know it will resonate with you. He basically says, my life changed once I figured out how the human mind works. And when he said that, I'm like, wow, so did mine. So did Kelly's. And then he says, he says, you know, Tony Robbins has had the same experience when he understood how the human mind works, his life changed. And as, as I have evolved with Think It Be It with you and, and, and even on my own, one of the things I see is that people have to understand the power of understanding how the human mind works. And I see today that, that I influence people way more with questions than I do by telling them. I know you have you've experienced the same, same thing. Uh, do you see that? Do you see this a lot in, in your oh, world? 100%. Yep. Questions are the key, you know, right. um, to everything. You know, we talk about the, the quality of your life, um, the quality of the information you get back from people, your ability to connect all starts with asking questions. Right. You know, and I'm horrible at it. Uh, well, <laughs> you are not. Well, no, I, well, I, let me say this. I'm getting better at it. I, you you know, I was telling you, I interviewed the head football coach here at the university of Texas, Steve Sarkisian. And, and I was asking him about this and I was telling him, you know, that, that my tendency is always to tell people what I want them to know. And, and I see that that's not a highly effective way to do it. And, but as it, as this relates to understanding how the human mind works, I see that that I go through this this process and you tell me your thoughts on this. You know, the first thing I do now is I go, are you a high achiever? Just, you know, ask ask the question, are you a high achiever? And people will say whatever they say and and usually they'll say that they are and then I'll go, why? Why do you think you're a high achiever? And they'll pontificate about whatever they the reason is. And then I'll go, well, you know, you may not realize this, but you're playing the game of life at 10 to 20% of your potential. And it's because of two fundamental problems. And then I explain, here's the two problems. 
and this is all around how the human mind works. But but here's the two fundamental problems. First, you're innately wired uh, for survival. Therefore, you're innately wired to be fear-based and reactive. And then the second problem is that 95% of your daily actions are unconscious. 95% of your daily actions are unconscious. And so the effect of that, if you if you've have heard me say many times, is that when you open your little eyes every morning, you're on autopilot most of the day, innately wired to be fear-based, reactive, and negative. And that's a problem. And and so, you know, the the logic of this is okay, I've made them articulate whether they think they're an, a high achiever or not. Because if they're not, this isn't for them. We might as well not even continue with the discussion. But assuming they said that they were, now they're hearing the problem and they're relating the problem because they've already said they're high achievers. This is the uh, Robert Caldini persuasion concept. And then the next step is, okay, what do you want to accomplish in life? And and I've I've been doing this lately. And, you know, sometimes when you throw that that open-ended question, they go on for 10 minutes, you know? And so m- more precisely, I'm like, what, what do you want to accomplish in life? And it's big picture uh, regarding your career, your health, your your marriage. And, you know, if I'd answer that that question myself, well, you know, let me, you you answer that. What Big picture, what do you want to accomplish in your life? Um, Gosh, when you say, accomplished because for, for, so are you talking specifically like goals? Well, yeah, let me, let me share what I would say and you'll understand it a little more. You know, if you said, well, what do you, what would you, what do you want to accomplish in your career? You know, if I was 50 years old, I would have said, you know, I want to have enough money so I didn't have to work. I'd, I want to find a uh, great girl to marry and have a great relationship with. And, I want to be healthy and fit and trim. Mm-hmm. That in a nutshell. Yeah. So, so what would you say to that? I would say, what what do I want to accomplish? So, if I were looking at like within the next five five years, I want right. to sell my businesses that creates right. that nest egg. I want to be able to focus on the one that I'm really excited about and grow that one as well. You know, so because again, it's I have financial freedom. You know, so for me, it's kind of um, like. Again, I want to accomplish, right. I want to get those businesses sold. I want to do things that bring me joy and that make me happy. I love business, but I want to be focused on the business that I love and just making that transition out of these. And then, of course, health and wellness for me, number one priority above. I shouldn't have even mentioned the business first because for right. me, my health is my number one priority. If it isn't right, nothing else is. So, you know, putting that emphasis and focus on my health and well being emotional physical and mental health, number one for me. And then of course, having a connected marriage with my husband, you know, who were 28 year uh, wedding anniversaries coming up here in four days. So five wow. days. So yeah. So yeah, that's good. So, so in the, in this process of, you know, influencing people with questions, the next thing I would typically ask someone is, um, are you doing anything in your morning routine that impacts your your mindset. And mm-hmm. most people will answer no, because I see only about 2% of people are doing something effective for mindset. But when you say, 
you know, are you doing anything in your morning routine with regards to mindset? They'll actually tell you the morning routine and it'll be obvious they're not doing anything with mindset. And, and so then that, that sort of leads to, was that morning routine serving you to achieve the goals you're seeking? So I'm watching this, you know, I'm refining this process, but I see that it's way more effective now as you, as you start to make people think and, and influence them with those questions rather than telling them. But, and as this relates to our topic today of how the human mind works, I see that, that there are a lot of people in, in this world, a lot of very successful people that see that, that their life changed once they understood how the human mind works. And, and would you just talk about that a little? Because I know this applies to you. One, there's a, several things that really were impactful for me once I understood this. And, and one of the first things was I used to beat myself up for going through these these patterns or cycles or right. and so understanding the science behind it and how the human brain works and that it's not designed for your success it's designed for your survival and that yeah. then it was like okay well not that it's not my fault because I'm always going to accept accountability for where I'm at in life but I was like oh I see now why mm-hmm. this pattern keeps repeating itself because it's my autopilot I keep going right. to that like you know I'll make it through maybe eight to 10 days of trying to change something. And then all of a sudden I'm back in that um, old autopilot and then going through that cycle of like, God, why I want this? Why, you know, why is it not happening for me? So understanding that, how the brain works and being like, oh, I get it now. So now I know the things I need to do to overcome how the human mind works naturally, right? right? And then once I understood how the human mind works, my ability to influence. Because when you're asking questions of people, you are in the process of having them become part of the solution. Yeah, you're right. In, in the process of having it become their idea, like your ability to move things. Um, once you realize how the human brain works and how people's minds work, you then have a superpower in terms of like, oh, okay, so this is the the mind's always on autopilot. Right. And like, here's then what I need to be doing to have the influence that I want to have in my life in the different areas of my life. And the quality of my relationships and my ability to lead has improved by understanding that one thing, you know, about the human mind. Right, right. Well, you know, I was thinking about this the other day, you know, I can explain in under three minutes how the human mind works, and I ex- can explain in under an additional two minutes how to apply that knowledge to create the exceptional life. And, and just to, to, to recap it, you know, essentially, here's how the human mind works. You got to, first of all, overcome those two problems that you're innately wired for survival and that 95% of your daily actions are unconscious. And, and you know, because the daily actions are what create your whatever level of success you you have in your life. So those are the two problems you have to overcome. And in terms of uh, two other key things about the human mind, the first one is here's exactly how the human mind works regarding the conscious mind and subconscious mind. 
The conscious mind sets the intention based on logic. Subconscious mind controls your daily actions, and it's only influenced by repetition. And and the the example we always use is is uh, you know trying to lose weight. Well, conscious mind sets the intention to lose weight based on the logic of the health benefits, but the part of the brain that's controlling your daily actions, your eating and your exercise is the subconscious mind. And it's only influenced by repetition. It doesn't care about logic. And that's the problem why people most uh, struggle to lose weight. It's not for lack of intention. It's it's from lack of, of influencing their subconscious mind in terms of feeding to themselves each day, here's my exercise routine and being specific about it. here's here's how I'm going to eat. And once you feed feed that subconscious mind with that repetition, then you have uh, immensely more control over your life. Um, and then the other other key part is is the reticular activating system when you which is the filter for the brain. And when you feed the succinct articulation of your life to yourself each day, exactly the person you want to be, exactly what you want to accomplish, and precisely how you can achieve your clearly defined goals. When you feed that to yourself every day, it gives the uh, reticular activating system such clarity, and it brings things into your consciousness that it wouldn't bring in if uh, you didn't give it that clarity. And that I don't know how long that took me to explain, but I dare say it's it's under three minutes. And yeah. and then I then the question is, okay, great. Now how do you apply it? Well, just like I said, just uh, you know, you create the succinct articulation of your life and uh, in the areas that I mentioned, and you feed it to yourself every day. And after 21 days, then the right actions start happening automatically. And you have this immense sense of control over your life that you've never experienced before. And, you know, so it, it's amazing to me at this point in, in my life that that uh, it's so simple, both how the mind works and how to use that knowledge to create the exceptional life. Don't you don't you agree? Yeah. You know, so it's it's once you understand how the human, like you were talking about with Tony and with you, with me, with the other people that we um, serve. Once you understand that, it's like, again, a superpower. It's like, oh, okay. Right. And off to the, you know, and off to the races you go. So it's instrumental. Like, you know, the more you can wrap your head around that and start to overcome that and put the programming in place that's going to overcome that, you know, uh, that autopilot. Holy cow, right. look out. You know, it's it's interesting to me that, you know, about two percent of people do anything to impact their mindset. And if you look at it, they're typically the same two percent that that are the highest achievers. And obviously, there's there's a huge connection there. And, um, you know, I used to I used to get frustration out of not getting more people to get this. But I don't really have any frustration with that anymore. People either get it or they don't. And, right. and you know, that's that's the society we live in. You know, if if you and me go and talk to people, if we went to to the girls that you that work for you as sharp as they are and said, hey, 
would you be interested in learning how the human mind works? The majority of them would go, no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, don't you think? Or am I being too? Um, tough? No, we, we do have a real growth culture, but like, yeah, there's other things they'd rather do. <laughs> there's right. no doubt about it. Well, but like, and what would be more important than oh, that? TikTok? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> right. Right. But what I was going to say, John, you said, you know, there's only 2% of, of the of the population who does something to influence their mindset. And here I want to do one clarification, which is we're all doing something. Every single 100% of the population is doing something to influence their mindset. It's how are you influencing it? Is it good or bad? Is right? it good or bad? Are yeah. you taking a constant influx of things that are, because we're already wired for negativity. So if you're yeah. feeding yourself all this stuff, you know, that's, that's negative right now and the divisiveness and all of that, then guess what? You know, like, so what are the things that you're doing to, to feed your mindset in a positive way that's going to support your goals, ambitions, and this the quality and the of life that you want, that exceptional life. So right. that goes to that 2% that you're talking about. 2% yeah. is doing those things that are going to impact things positively. So many others. And hey, I fall, I find myself falling into, you know, my I was talking to you a little bit about this before we started recording. My sister-in-law was in Maui during the fires. That's we're right. living in a time that that's happening right now. I was glued to the TV. You know, yeah. and felt myself like my anxiety, my, um, you know, because obviously I was worried about her and trying to figure out, you know, we were out of communication and everything with her. But like you, you, you know, there's just um, it's hard in today's day and age with as accessible as all of this stuff is to us. Right. To really. So you've got to be intentional and deliberate about right impacting your mindset in a positive way that's going to. And that's what this methodology does is it makes it intentional and deliberate. Yeah. You know, I tell you, I see that we live in such a sh shallow thinking world. And that, I think that's really driven by social media, as, as we've mentioned before. And and because, you know, we ju I just see this all the time that that virtually everybody and, and me, even me to some degree Am, am shallow thinking. And that's a problem because, you know, if if somebody says to you, you know, the brightest people in the world, the most successful people in the world do something uh, to impact their mindset every day and and the other 98% don't, uh, it might be a good idea to learn what is this mindset thing and what are they doing and what's the, the best things for mindset. And I see in this world today, you know, people, I think about 15% of people meditate. Well, I meditate, you meditate, but I think a lot of people struggle with meditation and I don't do it for long. And I would say that meditation quiets the mind, but it doesn't focus the mind. And, and I think the mind needs to be focused to be a high achiever. Now that's that's not taken away from meditation, but I, I would say it's it's inadequate for really influencing the subconscious mind. And you know, some people will journal as their mindset practice. Well, not bad, not bad, not as good as uh, feeding the succinct articulation of your life to yourself each day when you really understand the science we've we've explained. But the point of all that is to um, to say that most people don't have a mindset practice every day and 
even the ones that do, there's probably a, a, a method that's way better than what they're currently doing, but it, it darn sure can change your life. Absolutely. hundred percent. I think, again, being deliberate and intentional about overcoming that autopilot. Right. It's a real, you know, it's either it's, is it serving you or, you know, cause you can get the autopilot then working in a positive way once you, you know, overcome it through this methodology, right. you know, but I guess that's the question, you know, to ask yourself is your autopilot serving you? Um, you know, is it helping you achieve what you want to achieve or is it holding you back? And in most cases, unless you're practicing, um, like we're talking about, it's holding you back. Right. You know, one final point that that I, I that, and I'm not, I'm not sure our, our audience necessarily wants my political opinion, but I see something really interesting happen. I think what Jack Smith is doing regarding the prosecution of uh, Donald Trump is so freaking good because it's sending a message that when you lie, there's repercussions. And I think the biggest problem in our country today is the absence of what is considered truth. You know, and I would pin this right on Donald Trump for encouraging the denial of truth and the embracing of being a victim. And and we've we've lived through this and we see that that, you know, you know, so many people that follow Donald Trump look in the mirror each morning and go, well, you know, it's not my fault that my life is screwed up. I'm a victim, you know, and, and you know, subconsciously they're thinking like if if he claims he's a victim, then then I claim I'm a, a victim. And so I think that I personally think that this trial that Trump is going to go through in January for basically orchestrating a conspiracy to override our democratic process is going to be the one of the most foundational things that's happened in this country, bigger than Watergate. And I think the big lesson that's going to come out of it is there's consequences to lying. And let's get back to acknowledging what is the truth, because once you can define what is the truth, then you can have legitimate uh, uh, discussions on solutions to problems. But when there's no truth, it's very hard to ever make progress. But what, what would be your take on all that? Do you buy that? Oh, 100%. And I think, and too, by saying it doesn't matter what party he belongs to. Yeah. It doesn't. If this was a Democrat, I would feel the exact same way if they were lying and did what they did. And I mean, this doesn't have anything to do with, it has to do with exactly what you were talking about, which is the truth. You know, right. and getting away from this, um, you know, culture that's been created, you know, and this victim, you know, kind of mentality. And I agree with you 100 percent. This needs to happen. And I hope that, you know, the outcome of it is positive and we come out the other side as a nation, you know, because we're so divided right now. And, and you know, I don't know. I'm glad it's happening. It'll be interesting to see what the outcome is. But, man, I hope that we get back to the truth being the truth, you know. Right. Right. Well, I'm telling you, it's going to crater Trump's uh, chances to ever be president again. Uh, watch how it turns out. I'm positive of it. I'm, I'm betting my friends uh, on it. They're like, I don't know about that. I'm like, well, big boy, and Annie up. Let's uh, let's put some money on it here. Um, but uh, well, enough of my political rantings. So, okay. uh, anyway, until next time, we'll see you. 
Thanks for listening today. If you've had your own aha moment from today's episode, send me or John an email. We'd love to share your epiphany with our audience. So email us at kelly at thinkitbeit.com or john at thinkitbeit.com. In the meantime, live the exceptional life. <laughs>